0: I hope you're ready for a doozy because we got a good one. Somebody asked the event, how do I hold my clients accountable? Well, I decided to answer how, both for you as coaches, consultants, creators, service-based businesses, and as well as physical products and how it all still applies. And so let's get into the show. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good, because this is the Mind of George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business each monday and friday i'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home giving you the tools to extract honor and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers sound fabulous cool let's get into the episode all right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. And We're gonna get straight into the meat and this one is a question. So ready for all my course creators, uh, coaches, consultants, this one's for you. And I'm also gonna answer it for people with product-based businesses as well because there's only really two solutions. And so the question that got asked was asked the event, and we actually unpacked this for like an hour and it was massively beneficial for everybody. But the question is, how do I hold my clients accountable, right? How do I hold my clients accountable? Well, one of the most important things to remember when it comes to customer journey, the way that I remember this is that um, we have to design a customer journey that gives our customers the best chance of success and also eliminates their ability to blame us, which means when we clearly articulate uh, communication and expectations and what's next, it sets a solid framework and foundation for a relationship to take place, right? But what I mean by that is that, you know, A lot of companies coaches clients consultants including physical product companies lose because people buy their products and services and don't use them but rather than using them and getting results they don't but they end up collecting evidence and all they can say is this doesn't work and the crazy part is and i'm going to say this very very boldly is that when i talk about customer journey when I'm like, oh, you build relationships. Underneath that word relationships is revenue, right? When I talk about customer journey and don't add any more children until you feed the ones that you have, is if any of those ecosystems or those offers or those paths of yours, your products, your coaching programs already have those things happening and then you add more, it actually just breaks everything in the back. And customer journey is like, I tell people this, the five steps I'm about to share with you, they're literally like required communication principles in any relationship and any leadership. Um, if you were to ever hire a coach or a personal trainer, they would hit these five steps with you every single time before you started a workout. They're really where we get to communicate and lay out the path that people are going to follow. But that's actually what sets the container or the frame for the relationship. It lays out the path for them to follow. And so when I talk about this, when I, when I share this, it's like, number one is like, I can't hold my clients accountable. I can't hold you accountable. I can't fly through the laptop, come to the other side of your computer, sit there on your screen, watch you type, force you type. That's not there. I can't handle that. I can't fix that. But what I can do is I can have a customer journey and hit these five steps that lay out communication, that lay out expectations, that lay out the path, which is what we're doing in the first place, right? And so the answer to the question is that you hit these five steps ensuring that you don't make mistakes in the process. And so when we think about that, it's like, well, when you get a client, when you start coaching, when you start consulting, every relationship is a little bit different, but we still have to have outcomes and containers, right? We need to know how we communicate. What I love about the five steps is it almost forces you to think about what that might feel like and look like. So you can create those containers, right? So number one, I'm going to hit the five steps for you really, really quickly, but I'm going to talk about why this matters so much. I truly believe, and I've seen this through experience, that most of the time where people think that they have to hold their customers accountable, it's that there's been a missing customer journey and there was a lack of clear communication guidelines or expectations or things along those lines. And so when that empty space is left open, when somebody gives you an inch, they'll take a mile, they will fill that space, come into that space, but also without handling customer journey and clearly communicating and managing boundaries and expectations, When that happens without those communications, it doesn't give us a neutral ground to be like, hey, that's out of my support. Or, hey, can you send me a message here? Or, hey, we talked about this. And so then it allows all this personal back and forth to get in the way. And it gets noisy, we get resentful, we get upset, we feel overwhelmed, but really it boils down to communication. And when it comes down to leadership, When you are in the position of leadership, it's our job to over-communicate. It's our job to lay out the path. It's our job to lay out the expectations, right? So it doesn't matter where you are in your business, whether you have a coaching-based business, a service-based business, you have to figure out what communication works the best for you. I know for me personally, when I do coaching with my one-on-one clients, I love it when we communicate asynchronously via voxer or via text and we have rules and strategies of like, hey, when you send me a message, please include this. And so all of those are established at the start of the relationship, right? We talk about them the moment they become a yes, but I hit these five steps. And so what are the five steps? Step number one, acknowledge. Step number two, prepare. Step number three, project. Step number four, prehandle. Step number five, excite. And I know I'm straight into the meat of the show, but I'm still looking for a name for these. So if you have any names, like beautiful names that match, let us know. But when we think about those five steps, what we're doing is we're hitting those five steps anywhere where there is a checkpoint in a customer journey. And so in this lens, somebody joins our coaching program, they join our um, service-based business, and then the moment they do and give us their credit card, we have the ability to hit these five steps and lay out the entire plan, the entire path in however you talked about it. It doesn't need to be via email. It's that all the five steps have to be hit. I do them on the call and then we lay out expectations and we handle it but now when you think about that is my only job when hitting those steps and at that checkpoint is like somebody just gave me their credit card amazing i now know what next steps are gonna have to follow they're gonna have to get onboarded they're gonna have to get in we're gonna have to collect all this info i need to know what all those steps are because i need that information for us to be successful And so when I think about customer journey in that lens, when I'm hitting those five steps, I'm just hitting them in relationship to getting them into the ecosystem and getting ready to start following this path that I've had laid out, right? So acknowledging is literally acknowledging that they made the right place. They made the right step. They're in the right place. And so the crazy thing is, is that like, this is actually proven in the brain, but just by simply thinking through like, oh, thank you for joining my program or welcome to the family or you're in the right place. It basically puts a current state pin in their map that says, oh, I'm starting fresh. Here we begin, right? We're just acknowledging them from the previous step, which creates congruency. They saw us on the thank you page. We said, oh, my God, we're so excited to have you. And then they come in, you know, to wherever they get an email, they get a video. We want to make sure that we acknowledge them. That's what we do. We build relationships. We acknowledge people. Then we prepare them. And what we're preparing them for is what path we're going to take. And so it's like, hey, Amazing. We have three simple things that we have to do to get you onboarded, but we have those laid out really, really easily. And like we talked about on the call, you can email me 24 seven, but I'll only respond within working hours. And then if it's an emergency, here's the number to text, right? I'm just making this up. That's the prepare step. And then the project step is the project step is painting the picture for where they're going to go. Like in that next evolution, like, hey, now that you're prepared, the reason I'm preparing you is because when we have all this and we put these into pieces, we're going to get closer or start working towards thing, thing A, thing B, you're coaching, you're scaling your business, right? Prehandle. Prehandle is thinking about anything that could get in the way of them starting what they're excited to start, what they're excited to come in with, what they signed up for in the first place. We have to think about those and help navigate and manage that. This is clearly communicating expectations. And then the fifth step is excite. And really, when you think about these five steps, the acknowledge step and the excite step, they're the wrapping paper, right? They're the edges of the box. The meet is the prepare, project, and pre-handle. The acknowledge and excite wraps them together. But when you have a coaching client and you've never talked about communications or laid them out, but let's just imagine you do what I do and you do one-on-one coaching and you help people scale their business. And you have a client come in and join and I'm gonna call and am like, oh my God, Mike, it would be so incredible to be your coach. And he's like, yes, I'm in. I'm like, amazing. Well, I don't really believe in emails and customer journeys for private clients, but I just wanted to talk about a few things real quick. So like number one, I just want to acknowledge you for saying, yes, we'll handle the invoice in a minute, but here's what's going to happen. I'm going to collect the invoice And then we're going to schedule a call uh, in like seven days from now. And in the meantime, we're going to be texting back and forth as I collect some information. But once we have that all collected, we're just going to schedule a day to bump on Zoom, make a plan, current state everything, and then we'll make a strategy plan based on the current state. So shoot me a text if you need anything. I just wanted to hit those. Everything good? Yep, totally fine. I still hit those five steps. I acknowledged him, I prepared him for what was next, I projected to why we were doing it and where we were going to go. I pre handled what got in the way by saying like, hey, we're going step by step, we're just collecting, you can text me here, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, hey, and now that we're doing all that, let's go, go collect, boom, 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 right? We lay out the communication, we lay out the expectations. But the thing about containers is they are not solid, they're not rigid, they don't stay forever relationships aren't rigid. Like we have to constantly adjust our containers based on our outputs, based on the goals that we're achieving, the outcomes we're trying to achieve. And most importantly, what feels the most in alignment for you. And I know for me, and I tell my clients this all the time, when somebody sends me an audio message, if it's longer than like 90 seconds, my brain actually struggles to remember it, to respond to it. And so I ask my clients, I'm like, hey, if it's over 90 seconds, could you do me a favor and text it to me? Because then I can read it all at once and respond and they all love it. But that's something that doesn't work for everybody. But that's something that when you think about the principles of hitting customer journey and of managing that conversation and managing that relationship, because that's what you're doing. When somebody gives you their email, when somebody gives you their credit card, you are literally managing that relationship as the leader who said, I know how to get you there and I can get you there. And so these five steps are you literally being like, hey, now that you're in, I've got you. I'm the leader. Good job. Here's where we're going. Here's what to get ready. Here's what it's going to look like. Here's what could get in the way. Okay, now you're ready. Go. And then when we think about these five steps, I apply these five steps at every single inflection point, every conversation, every meeting, everything that we do, but it's the same way. So the answer to the question is, how do I hold my clients accountable? Well, you can't. But you can lay out the path, the plan, and communicate it clearly. So if they don't follow it, instead of blaming you, they raise their hand and ask for help because you didn't make them bad and wrong. You had a neutral thing that allowed you to realize or them to realize what's not working and make adjustments. We lose the game when we leave it empty. And I've recommended these books a ton. You've read them or you've not, but Contagious and The Catalyst. But when we leave that empty, And when we take somebody in our journey, understanding that it's an emotional based journey, whether it's an email or credit card, because that's what's required for somebody to feel safe. And then we don't hit these five steps. It's the one reason that most people are convinced they're struggling and it has nothing to do with their offer. It's they're not managing the relationship to manage the results that they promised the person, because if that person. Could already achieve those results or the person that could they would have them already and so we need to support them and be like hey you get to do this different here's what it looks like acknowledge prepare project pre-handle excite now i'm also going to say this very publicly because i'm going to add this to the podcast right now because i need to talk about customer journey real quickly i talk about it a lot in like relationships and love and support and caring and it's all of those things because those are the words that really really matter But if i was to translate it to what most people feel right now is they feel a lack of conversions uh follow-up is horrible people are not responding to emails they're not showing up for calls um they're coming in and not getting results they're leaving and so what i try to tell people is i just don't like talking about all the silly sexy stupid marketing words but i'm telling you this right now just having a series of steps is not the solution just hitting these five steps and being like oh i checked the box doesn't solve the problem. You actually have to think about and feel through that journey. But when it comes to customer journey, these five steps, this is 1%. This is the required foundation for you to even have a chance of success. Now, three years ago, didn't matter. Now, where everybody's filters are up, communication's up, safety is number one, people crave relationships, you have to. But just because you hit the five steps doesn't solve the rest of the game. There's no set it and forget it relationship, but it installs a foundation that you can make adjustments to over and over and over and over and over over again. And at the end of the day, our job is not to sell a product or service. Our job is to get results for the people who we promised it to. Not what they look like, just closer towards them. And these five steps allow us to do it. So to answer the question is, how do I hold my clients accountable? You can't but you can develop a plan or a path and clearly communicate what it will look like so that if they hit one of those bumps or they don't do it, because we've acknowledged it and talked about it, like in the pre-handle step or what it might look like, or you might be overwhelmed, instead of it being evidence that creates more reactance for them not to lean in, it doesn't. It neutralizes it and it allows them to ask for help or reach out for support, but it also gives you a neutral tool to utilize for your clients because you're communicating, you're laying it out clearly. And so this is where the game is won. And when it comes to physical products, it's the same way. Most of the companies that we scale and that I've scaled came from this similar question because it doesn't do me any good if I just sell somebody a product and they don't use it. So customer journey was also designed there to lay out the same path and expectations and tell them how long to take it and when to take it and why it would work and what to do if it didn't happen so that they established a habit and their own self accountability, which is what we want in the product itself. And then that held them accountable to taking it and it actually, you know, four or five x retention on the same customer. And so we forget, I forgot for years that really, really selling, serving, coaching, consulting, product services, we're leading relationships, right? But it looks like people are paying with credit cards and walking over bridges, which they are but the job is when they get over to the other side is to help them navigate that road and get to the destination and so that's what i got today and i want to keep this at 15 minutes and so i'm going to wrap i'm in the home office you're going to get used to this backgrounds are going to be changing but i just want to drop in today and ask this question so i want to say i love you i appreciate you and i am so stoked and by the way if you are on the alliance thank you we're getting ready to rock on in February. And right now it is going bananas with almost hundred people celebrating wins, working on progress, all that stuff. So if you have not joined the Alliance, I'm just going to say this now, shoot me a message. I would love to have you the first part. And it's all self-directed. Like you get to come in, you get to have the models made for you, right? You get to make your quadrants, which is your focus of your actual workout on how to be better with your mindset, your body, your being, and your business you get your self-diagnosed tool with your SOS, you get your wedge to focus on your inputs and your outcomes. And then when you have those base models, we made a fast track to clarity. And so you can come in, you can take a day, you can take a week, you can take a month, but it's the actual exercise we put every single one of our six and seven figure clients through to reverse engineer their year from designing their perfect calendar to plugging in the pieces, to auditing their time, filling a cream B roll, and they're all broken down into six or eight minute chunks for you to go through. And so. The game is yours, the path is yours, the pace is yours, but here's what I'll say. This game, the game of customer journey is not a one and done. It's not a set it and forget it, just like every other relationship in the world. They're gonna change, they're gonna audit. You get to hit these five principles every single time, but a customer journey is not what it looks like, it's the outcome it achieves. It's not 30 emails, it's not 17 emails. It's not, oh, I checked the boxes and recorded the videos. It's a, oh, I really thought through this process of what it would be like on the receiving end. And this feels like the best way, the most honored way, the most connected way to do it. And that's where you win the game. And so the more that you practice this, the more that you play this, the more that you win this, because that's where the muscle gets stronger. And so if you would love to join the Alliance, shoot us a DM on Instagram. I would love to have you. The new sales page uh, will be up soon. uh, And I'm just going to cut to the chase. It is literally $100 a month for everything I used to have in the masterminds. And I am loving it. The two calls a month, the drops, the everything. I am addicted to it. And I have a selfish goal and I'm saying it on the podcast that I'm going to start doing events for free for my Alliance members. And so I'm getting really, 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 really excited. To be working towards that goal and so it's coming into fruition it's coming into clarity and we're all winning and so i would love to have you and so that's where i'm gonna wrap today's show i'm sure there's a ton of things i forgot to talk about uh just in my base rules of like oh please make sure you subscribe to the show if you haven't if you don't know who i am and you kind of accidentally fell across the show i would ri- highly recommend the channel trailer like see my crazy uh see if you want a slice of it Uh, And most importantly, remember that relationships beat algorithms. And so before I end today's show, I just feel called to take a very deep breath with you. So I'm going to do that right now. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But I invite you right now to just get ready to take in a giant breath, like an eight-second inhale, and begin. And let it out with a sigh. (sighs) Sigh good to breathe with you. It's good to be here with you. Remember that relationships will always be algorithms. I'll see in the next episode. I'll see in the Alliance. Go apply this customer journey now because it only works if you work it.